Hello and welcome to Tradfest. I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan and we're coming to you from the Oliver St. Gogarty pub in Temple Bar in Dublin. We've got a jam-packed show for you and I'm delighted to report that we're joined here today by the Silken Sam. How are you getting on, lads? Not too bad now, thanks. Now, who are the Silken Sam? Uh, two lads from Galway, myself, Colm, and Massey over here. And uh, <laughs> hopefully just play a Hello. couple of songs for you. Okay, so we have Colm and Massey. Colm what, by the way, and Massey what? Colm McGowan and Massey Nolan. Okay, I'll take that for your full identification revealed here on the podcast. <laughs> Delighted to have you here today, lads. Um, can you introduce to us the first song that you're going to sing? First song is called Paris City of Lovers. Do you remember that fateful trip we took? Paris, the city of lovers. You wanted to sit and smoke and drink coffee like Sartre and Simone de Beauvoir. You said you wanted to see beauty, so I sang the most beautiful song that I knew. And I caught a flicker of the girl that I once loved, the woman that we all understand. I lost you deep in the architecture of the church on the hill of Montmartre. You follow the lines of the Byzantine arches, and I followed you like a lamb to the slaughter. And there in a chapel of solemn adoration relayed, the divine and the devout. They sat and watched the heathen light a candle. Take me 
but palm your hand to that old treasured schoolhouse. Mile and a half, Donegal border, where we talk to each other and we let the day get away from us. Now our call do we need? We had each other all. We had each other. Our more do we need, my love? My love, we had each other. Beautiful touch there from the Silken Sam here at the Oliver Singen Gogarty in Dublin. There they sang Paris City of Lovers, and Colm is beside me actually. So I'm going to ask you, Colm, who wrote that particular song? That's one of mine now, so it is. Um, written about two years ago, uh, I suppose I wanted to compare parts of Ireland to to bigger cities, and, and I think I tied it in nicely with a kind of a, a the end of a love affair. So it's kind of yeah, I just kind of wanted to compare parts of Ireland like that to bigger parts that are more important, I suppose, in many people's eyes, but not in. Some people's eyes, I suppose. I was just wondering there if, if love affairs didn't end, would we have any songs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate they do, but you do get a good, there's a byproduct of it as well. And the Silken Sam, name of the band, where did you get that? Uh, I think that comes probably from uh, what my father would say. Or he, he says a lot of things now, so yeah. But he would say, uh, if two things were the very same, he would say instead of saying the very same, he'd say the Silken Sam. So it's a simple kind of, it's an old. I suppose, west of Ireland, probably little uh, phrase, but we kind of reinterpret it because a lot of people, I, th- I think, don't, uh, they've never heard it before. So particularly probably people of our generation have never heard it. So I just kind of wanted to reinvigorate it. Or so it's there now, west of Ireland, Ruth. Did I, you? Well, you'll pass the ball over to me, so I've been a Galway will. woman as well. You're both from Galway City, but you've got strong links to... County Galway as well. There's there's another song that you've written um, called Back to Kiltormer. And uh, speaking about place, like folk song, you know, a sense of place, you mentioned a half a mile from the Donegal border and that last song and yeah. Paris City of Lovers. And uh, Mossy, your, your dab hand at the, the Dublin uh, music hall ballads as well, the Frank Hart ballads. Yeah. Um, but just to go back to the Kiltormer song, Back to Kiltormer, um, that was written about the Crystal Ballroom, was it? In East Galway and Kiltormer. That's right, yeah, where allegedly my parents met. So uh, uh, I just had a conversation with them one night and they, they kind of gave me an idea of the early 1960s that they'd met and kind of... I think you'd seen some pictures as well. Yeah, they, yeah. Had, they had pictures of them all lined up and cups of tea in front of them and bottles of orange and st- <laughs> instead of pints and yeah. whatnot. Innocent. Yeah, so they looked very fresh-faced and, you know... Uh, I suppose it just kind of inspired me to kind of reimagine that time. And it's it's a kind of a sentimental look on that time. I think probably people look at the 1960s and the 50s and, and 
prior to that and they would have thought that they would have been very kind of um, I don't know they think of like the Catholic Church maybe of that time and kind of slightly oppressive I suppose but I think I wanted to to put across the idea that it wasn't just all that there was kind of there was romance in the air as well and I kind of wanted to bring that out in the song dangerous times romance in the air <laughs> Mossy just to speak uh, about your name again to go back to the to the name the silken same I think it's a really appropriate uh, title for what you do or uh, there's a real intuitive knowing between the two of you as you play your stringed instruments and you sing together you've known one another for a long time have you um probably since we're about 10 I would say yeah so there's a, there's an easy shorthand between you I'm sure yeah um people would say rarely see you apart sort of thing um and yeah playing playing music in various guises for for years as well so it's uh yeah there's an there's an ease there for sure and um i think probably the same just a more technical term probably similar touch on instruments as well so this there's never one of us chopping over the other there's a you know uh sympathetic towards each other's playing and and um you know we would just, it wouldn't even in the writing as well it, for for this record um it was a lot of the stuff was kind of co-written or, or workshop together so we we've kind of taken ownership together of the of the songs even though paris for instance Cullum would have written it or come up with the the subject it's his song but uh i would have had an input cuz he would put it to me as a story and then it's my it's my kind of uh job or duty to to say whether he's saying what he wants to say whether that's coming out because i know him and i and i know you know so it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's telling it's, the truth, like exactly, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if he comes up with, with some sort of story, pretending to be somebody else, and I, I call him out pretty quickly now. It's great for keeping you accountable. It Absolutely, is. yeah, hundred percent. And the strings, uh, it's mandol- mandolin. Now you're going to sing another song for us with the mandolin, mandola before that, and guitar. Is that deliberate, or would you ever go down the electric route? On on the well on the record is a kind of a mix. Uh, there are ones with uh, electric guitar and bass as well. Um, there's kind of because we just like to keep it to two of us. There are, there's kind of three different settings on the album, and it'll be guitar, mandolin for the more uh, instrumental stuff maybe, and then some of the a couple of the songs that I'd written just didn't. They needed more than the the acoustic. Uh, output so we you know we come up with some some electronic stuff on them the core of the stuff as well though is kind of the two of us just sitting in a room playing so i mean if it doesn't translate in that kind of way then i think that's yeah so that just doesn't work for us so far. the electric stuff over it is more color than being essential to the um, yeah just a little flavor on yeah. the top like. no i just thought there was a lovely chemistry between the two instruments there when you sang the first song for sure that's why and i suppose uh, ruth you might even be able to answer this because the folk scene as it is now and the lads seem to be kind of perfectly ready for that there seems to be a resurgence in acoustic instruments yeah. and voice yeah that that i suppose that simplicity in the sound that stripped back you know interplay between the strings you know it reminds you of the likes of irvine and brady and it, it really does hark back to that that sound and was that a deliberate a choice or did it just happen to to kind of come out of you that way i think it's definitely the influences that we have would you know we'd appreciate the kind of the the deft uh, yeah yep. absolutely you know the kind of the subtlety in the playing yep. and not just painting something with the big yeah um, it's it's very easy to put kind of six seven people on stage and it's a comfort um but absolutely. i think people in the audience when they when they appreciate that two people can you know do something that's very intricate or, or uh, 
I wouldn't. I don't like the word complicated because that's sometimes it can be come across as you're trying to make it complicated. But we enjoy arranging uh, subtleties, you know. Yeah. Um, and the friendship behind the music, obviously, that creates a lovely safety net because you've you've got one another. True. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, he's a. Gr- <laughs> <laughs> Cullum's not so sure. He's a grand lad. Ah, yeah. I did detect a little hesitation, <laughs> that for sure, Ruth. I saw we should nearly move swiftly on. Yeah, yeah, the, just in case we, we land on something yeah, we shouldn't. Because I was going to ask you, actually, uh, Colin, have you, is there a master plan? What's the next move? Uh, God, global domination. Yeah, we're supporting Derry Farrell next month. in uh, It's the Whelan's Trad Fest. Uh, Trad and Folk Fest, yeah. I think, like... In a broader sense, it's uh, because we have the record now, it's, it's just to to kind of uh, make our way back into the... We, we had a bit of a hiatus there trying to make the record, so it's just trying to make our way back into the, the folk and trad scene. And, and not, we see ourselves as kind of uh, floating between uh, other parts of folk and a new folk as well because of what does some of the arrangements sound like. So it's... Well, you're on the right podcast because Tradfest is all about trad without frontiers. So we don't draw those big lines between trad and folk, do we? Absolutely not. That's where that's where we're from. That's where we're going. Great. So we'll see you next January then. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just check the running order for that. Actually, before we do see you next January, you're going to sing another song for us, Colin. What are you going to sing? Uh, we're going to play an instrumental actually this time, which is going to be called "Whose Coat Is That Jacket." Okay, I presume you're going to have to give us the background to the name of that, Massey. Um Well, I was kind of half discussing this with Ruth. We think it's an urban myth, but... Uh, a rural myth. A rural myth, yeah. Um, I, uh, there's a friend of mine used to work in um, uh, what Chicoli's in Gola, and uh, some of the Iron Island, the Islanders go in there to hear the music and, and uh, whatever. And uh, one of them was sitting on a bar stool, and there was a jacket on the bar stool, and he hopped he hopped up back off it and he, he held it up in the air and he said, whose coat is that jacket? And uh, she thinks she heard it somewhere else now. No, but now that you've explained it even more, it was Chi Coley's where it originated from, so it must have been the same story. Okay, well, I'll, I'll ask Johnny again. So, What I love about that is the, the accent that's yeah. behind us. So we'll think of that accent as you play whose coat is that jacket there from Colm and Mossy from The Silken Sam.
is that jacket there from the Silken Same live with us here in the Oliver Singing Gogarty lads. Thank you so much for coming in. A real treat to have you as part of the podcast today. Uh, thanks so much. It was brilliant. Thanks a million. Lovely to have Colm and Mossy here of the Silken Same. Absolutely fantastic. And we wish you well in the career, lads. We'll be watching out for that. And from the sweet sounds of the Silken Same from Galway, it's only a short hop to Carrick and Shannon for the sweet sounds of Ailey. Here she is, live at Tradfest with Beat of Your Heart. It was solitary starlight right at the beat of your heart It was solitary starlight right at the beat of your heart There was a silence on the stillness of the sea beneath a sad lament There was a silence on the stillness of the sea beneath a sad lament. There was a girl, she wore a yellow sun hat. And she swore to God.
There was the beat of your heart, Ailey, recorded live at Tradfest 2019. And I was just thinking there, Kieran, as Ailey was playing, how amazing it is. The great range of music we have coming out of Ireland at the moment. Even if you look at the likes of The Silk and Same and Ailey as just two examples. On paper, they're wildly different artists, but they're actually not that different at all when you kind of dig back down to the core of it. Well, it's very interesting, and I suppose we've kind of discovered that in the last few years on Tradfest. I, I think the artists themselves are embracing Tradfest and the opportunities that it presents, and we're seeing so many more of them. And it is incredible the amount that's going on mm. in folk and traditional music right throughout the country, and it's great to be able to kind of unveil it and see what's going on there. And an awful lot of acts as well, you know, going back to the, the well for water, if you like, you know, going back to the source of tradition and reinventing it, like what Ailey does. I'm amazed by that, and I don't know why I should be, but it's just fantastic to see it. I didn't think we would. I thought we'd kind of moved on. I thought we were all nearly too cool for that at this stage. So I just think it's just wonderful to see all these young, incredibly gifted musicians and singers having a look at that tradition that's there and exploring it in a slightly different way. Yeah, and the wheel does turn back again because that idea, that reverence that they're showing towards the tradition and traditional canon of songs and, and even just the particular style of singing, you know, people really singing in their own accents as well. They are, but they're honouring the songs and tunes, which I like about it, and it's just great that there's a modern take on all of that, but they're actually still minding it for the next generation coming along. And you even make room in the lineup for non-Irish acts as well in Tradfest. I see that Lau are on the bill. I have to say, I'm incredibly excited about them. I just think they're a brilliant trio. They are a brilliant trio, and that's why we're bringing them to Tradfest in 2020. Uh, we've been trying to get them for quite some time now, and it just hasn't kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the stars haven't aligned, but certainly for the big Saturday night, uh, gala night in Dublin Castle, they're going to be in for that. Also on that night, we've a kind of a mix there, which I really like, <laughs> because we have the Shandrum Kayleigh Band from Cork who are just brilliant fantastic musicians that just drive music yeah. out the door and into There's the a good strong door. motor on them It's fantastic <laughs> the music to play Then you add to that the absolute gem that is Johnny Madden oh, and Cherish the Ladies. So all those on one stage on the Saturday night at Tradfest. I'm just so looking forward to that. There's, there's serious musical worlds colliding there, all right. We're very lucky to be uh, in such great company in this country of ours with all the music that we have. I'm reminded every week as we dip into the gig guide uh, for all the news that we share with you about the great Irish acts playing here, there and everywhere all over the world. So we want to say a big thank you to our friends in the irishmusicmagazine.com for all their help in collating all this information so that we can share it with you here at Tradfest Podcast. And we're going to kick off with a band that's known to you, We Banjo 3, back in Ireland after a summer which saw them play every major American festival. They'll be playing a substantial tour in Ireland with two dates in Whelan's in Dublin this Wednesday and Thursday. The lovely St. Luke's in Cork on Friday, a massive homecoming show in Leisureland in Galway on Saturday, rounding it all off with the Glassworks in Derry on Sunday. That's some tour Ruth and I've had some year. They have had some year it's great to see them come back onto home soil and have such a lovely reception as well and I know they've got a couple of great supporting acts as well in Whelan's uh, Cooig are going to be appearing for one of the nights and I believe Alfie as well that other great uh, new Irish trio are going to be with them as well but they're delighted with how things are going and fair play to them for the hard work yielding all the results yes and they are ambassadors for Galway for next year as well for Galway 2020 yeah yeah 
and they're again just so proud they're proud Galway men you know and it's great to see them uh, spread the music so far and wide as well with all the American Irish festivals uh, as Paddy Kenny used to say no better boys no better boys well we have more news Paul Brady is also uh, something of a homecoming gig coming for him this Saturday when he plays the Town Hall in Newry which is just down the road from his hometown in Straban and that's one of the highlights of the 6th Newry City Music Festival which also features Jerry O'Connor and the Kilfenora Cayley Band Jerry Banjo or Jerry Fiddle it remains to be seen. <laughs> Either one, you won't be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Uh, not too far at all from Port Tumna, Ruth, a balance law's failure, Larry Reynolds continues to build and build, named for the departed fiddler, who was such a big part of the Boston trad scene for many, many years. This year's festival sees concerts by Michal and McDonough O'Reilly and the trio, Carlos Sweeney and McCartan. And... All-Ireland Under-18 Fiddle Competition as well too will be on there with loads of sessions plus a lecture on the history of East Galway music which will of course include mention of the late Paddy Fahey who was just a few miles from there in Kilcullen. Well, more information for that festival on LarryReynoldsWeekend.com. Well, there's great excitement due in North Dublin for the Fingal Fla, which takes place in and around Swords Castle with the mighty Kilfenora Cayley Band on their way back down from Newry. Plus, Ullad and Ria McConnelly and Liam Wainley, Moya Brennan and Cormac Dabara, John Spillane and Sessions Galore. That's nearly all we have time for. But before we go, I want to remind you that Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company, a not-for-profit collective, who manage and promote Temple Bar, Dublin's cultural quarter. Don't forget to check out tradfest.ie for all the latest on our festival in this coming January. Until next week's episode of Temple Bar Tradfest podcast from the Oliver St. John Gogarty, I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan, and we're leaving you with Phelan Drew singing a great Dubliner song and throwing in a great Luke Kelly story as a bonus. Next week's show is a Phelan Drew special, by the way. Until then, thanks to you all for listening. Thanks a million. Slow. Uh, it's funny how small the world is. Uh, we had a neighbour called Jim Clancy. Uh, he was, uh, uh, his wife, Phil, was a, a great friend of my mother's. And Phil was great crack. They were both great crack. We lived on a very eccentric street all together. And, um, but Jim was a qualified vet and he worked for the Department of Agriculture. And my father and Jim went on many a skite. And uh, I don't know how they made it out from town uh, the way they did or who was driving or what, but they did. And um, Jim, independently of my dad, had known Luke. Uh, might have been to do with football or something like that but uh, Luke lived on Dartmouth Square there and, uh, and I remember hearing this story uh, about, about Luke that um, uh, Jim who was working in the area had a young uh, colleague with him and they walked into the Leeson Lounge and, um, and Luke was sitting at, up at the bar with a broadsheet up in front of him a broadsheet newspaper up in front of him and uh, Jim kind of sidled past and uh, he, made, he was a big man and he made his way over to the other side of the bar and the young fellow was going past and he was in awe, you know, and he said to Jim, he says, is that, is that Lou Kelly at the bar, you know? And Jim said, yeah, it is, no, no, but we, we leave. He says, can we go over and say hello, you know, do you know him? He says, uh, no, we leave him, he says. He says, why? Because he's dying, he's in bits. He says, how do you know? Because the newspaper's upside down, he says. <laughs> Luke was an extraordinary person, as we all know, so uh, this is one of my favourite songs that Luke used to do. 
come and listen all me jolly lads I'm glad to see you well If you gather all around me now a story I will tell For I got a situation and be gar and be gob I can whisper I've the weekly wage of 19 bob It's 12 months come October since I left me native land After helping in Killarney boys to bring the harvest down but now I wear a gansey and around me waist a belt I'm the gaffer of the squad that makes the hot ash fall We laid it in the hollers and we laid it in the flat If it doesn't last forever, sure I swear I'll ache me hot Well I wandered up and down the world, but sure I never felt Any surface that was equal to the hot ash fault. Well, the other night a copper comes to see to me, Maguire Would you kindly let me light me pipe down at your boiler fire? He rubs his railroad down in front with half nails up to late And says, I, me decent fella, you better go and find your prey He ups and yells, I'm down on you, I'm up to all your pranks Don't I know you for a traitor from the Tipperary ranks? Boys, I hit straight from the shoulder And I gave him such a belt That I knocked him into the boiler Full of the hot asphalt We laid it in the hollers And we laid it in the flat If it doesn't last forever Sure, I swear I'll let me hot Well, I wandered up and down the world But sure, I never felt Any surface that was equal to the hot asphalt We threw him in the tub And with soap and warm water We began to rub and scrub But devil the thing it hardened And it turned as hard as stone And with every other rub You could hear the copper moan I'm thinking says O'Reilly That he's looking like El Nick And pour me if I'm not inclined To climb a whippy stick Now says I it would be easier To boil until he melts And stir him nice and easy Into the hot ash we laid it in the hollers and we laid it in the flat and If it doesn't last forever, sure I swear I'll ache me hot Well, I've wandered up and down the world, but sure I never felt Any surface that was equal to the hot asphalt You may talk about your sailor lads, ballad singers and the rest Your shoemakers and your tailors, but we please the ladies best the only ones who know the way their flinty hearts to melt Are the lads around the boiler mixing the hot asphalt With rubbing and with scrubbing sure we caught me dead of cold And for scientific purposes me body it was sold In the Kelvin Grove Museum boys I'm hanging in me pelt As a monument to the Irish mixing the hot asphalt We laid it in the hollows and we laid it in the flat if it doesn't last forever, sure I swear I'll ache me hot Well, I wandered up and down the world, but sure I never felt And he suffers that was equal to the hot 